there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. So for weeks, months... What is time, anyway? A lot of us have been twiddling our thumbs at home, doing puzzles, getting bored, and mainly going out only for stuff like groceries. All around the world, people have been doing this. In China, in Italy, and yeah, here in New York. But from the beginning, there was one country that took a totally different approach here. Sweden. 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 That's right. While restaurants around the world shuttered, we've been hearing that it's all meatballs and fika for the Swedes. Today I actually went to like a really nice lunch place. Yeah, I've gone out to have a beer. And I've actually, I went to the movies as well. Me and my family went to the swimming pool. I went to a party with maybe 20 people. I have actually hugged quite a lot of people the last few weeks. They never had a strict lockdown. You can still go to parks and playgrounds. And kindergartens and elementary schools, they never shut. So for kids over there, life sounds pretty normal. They wake up, they go to school. I mean, I don't think that there are any changes. My daughter is three years old. She does not even know that this is going on at all. One time she was like, what is corona? And some have been arguing that the Swedish model is what we should be doing here in the US. While others are saying, no. But I know that people are like, you're crazy. What are you doing? So are they crazy? For a while, it looked like this Swedish strategy might be working out for them. But is that right? Today, we're going to look at what is actually going on in Sweden and what can it tell us about how things might go in the US as we start to reopen. So as many countries around the world decided to do strict lockdowns, hoping to make their new cases drop really low and then pick up surges with things like testing and contact tracing, Sweden had a different plan altogether. They wanted to keep their hospitals from being overrun while still keep society functioning as normal as possible. They wanted to find a balance here. So what did they actually do? Well, they took precautions. Public gatherings of more than 50 people were banned. And even though restaurants could stay open, they couldn't let as many people in. So when we spoke to our Swedes, they told us that it's not really that magical land we've been hearing about. No, it's not a magical land. No, no, no. We we cancelled our son's fifth birthday party with his friends. All cultural events are cancelled. Everything is cancelled. And there's been some restaurants that have been really crowded that actually have been, like, closed down. In grocery stores, in gyms, in restaurants or in shops, they have all these tapes set up on the floor where to stand and where the next person should stand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. Even though people in Sweden weren't required to socially distance... They were strongly encouraged to. And it looks like a lot of people did it. 
For example, according to data of people's movements released from Google, people in Stockholm aren't going on public transport or walking around as much. So that was the plan, to find a balance between social distancing and keeping life going as normal as possible. So how did this go for them? We called up a Swedish researcher to find out. Hi. Hey, my name is Emma Franz. Uh, I'm an epidemiologist. Emma works at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm. And as you might imagine, she's been following what's going on in her country very closely. And she told me that at first, the Swedish strategy didn't seem strange. It was just Sweden's thing. But then she looked all around Europe and realized they were becoming the odd one out. We could see other countries around us locking down the whole society. Did you ever have a moment of like, huh, should we be doing what the rest are doing? Yes, of course. I think everybody has had that moment. So the first thing we wanted to look at with Emma was hospitals. One of the big goals of the Swedish approach was to make sure they didn't overwhelm their hospitals. Early on in this pandemic, this had happened in parts of Italy. Hospital hallways were lined with COVID patients and doctors were forced to ration care, saving ventilators for younger patients. This put the world on high alert and models predicted that the same thing was going to happen in Sweden. So the Swedes got ready. They added beds in hospitals. And we also kind of built a new hospital as well outside Stockholm. And then they waited for the patients to come. So, so that new hospital, how many people are in it at the moment? How many patients? Well, we haven't even been, we haven't um, had to use it. Oh, wow. So it's still empty. You built a whole new hospital and, it, and you <laughs> haven't even needed it yet. Yeah, yeah. According to Stockholm officials, hospitals have empty intensive care beds. And that new hospital... It's ready for use if they need it. Now, it's possible that things could get worse over there. But at least for now, Emma says that what they're seeing is reassuring. The number of people needing intensive care is actually going down. Yeah. So for the past three weeks, the number of people in ICU beds in Sweden has actually been going down. So it looks like, at least for now they've been able to keep the hospitals going okay. But of course, that's not the only thing that matters here. Another big question is how many people are getting sick and dying? Even early on, it was pretty clear that Sweden's death rate was much higher than its Nordic neighbours, like Norway and Denmark. Sweden is uh, doing much worse. The death rates are much higher. In the capital, a lot of people have died. So far, around 3,700 people have died in Sweden, and the hardest-hit group are its older folks. About 90% of those who have died are over 70. I'm I'm really upset in that we haven't been able to protect the elderly. So this is definitely a failure, I would say. Now, deaths in Sweden are going down. And it's been argued that maybe in the long run, the country's stats will look better overall. 
And that's because if more people are infected now, they'll probably develop immunity, which will help them ride out a second wave or a third wave of this pandemic. So far, though, in an official test from the Swedish Public Health Authority of more than a 1,000 Swedes, in Stockholm, where the most people in that country have been infected, only 7% had antibodies. 7%. And in the rest of the country, it was even lower. So if that 1,000 are representative of the Swedish population... This is far below the 60 or 70% that's estimated places might need for herd immunity. But still, by not doing a lockdown, Emma says that Sweden might have avoided some other really nasty things. Things that can happen when people are stuck in unsafe homes. Things like depression, domestic violence, child abuse. We don't know if Sweden has fared better here. We'll have to wait and see. It's quite difficult to consider the different risks. It's very easy to only look at the single aspects of death rates. But I think it's also important to consider, you know, domestic violence, psychological health, education. So I think the jury is still out. So the Swedish strategy was not the disaster that was predicted. Yes, they had more deaths but they're balancing some tricky pros and cons here. And they did achieve their goal. They never overwhelmed their healthcare system. And the big question is why? Like, why didn't their hospitals get overwhelmed? To find out, you've got to listen to the rest of the episode over at Science Versus. And we also look at what all of this means for us here in the US as we start to reopen. Just search for Science VS in Spotify and follow the links to our episode, Coronavirus, Sweden Goes Rogue. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time.